What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Hey, good evening, everyone from the USA, all over the world, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, Greginator, the unstoppable independent podcaster, YouTuber, host with the most, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now tuning in and rocking with the 116th episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. And we got a jam-packed show fun for you today. Crazy, wild, crazy fun show for you today. All right. Um, now, if you guys um don't know, we are live and direct from YouTube. Streamyard and also alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed, um, which is the live stream of um Instagram live. Uh, make sure you turn your notifications on Instagram on all the shows, pages, and myself so you won't miss a beat. So there you go. Now you guys are new listeners and 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 new watches in the YouTube universe, and you miss any previous episodes, um, don't worry. Welcome to the show. I got you back. Look, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five, where you can see all the um, where you can see all the ep- live episodes on the YouTube channel. Make sure you um, click the noti noti bell so you can be reminded. Of- of when the show goes on the air uh, via live stream. Leave a like and a comment. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Um, don't forget to rate. Also share the videos, share the episodes, tell a friend to another friend, and and I'll get to the rest of the audio streaming platforms on the go. Um, at the end of the show, right? Um, now, um, I'm gonna actually. Oh, hold up! What's up, Yoshi? How are you? Anyway, let's. Uh, I'm gonna get to it right now. So let's just. Uh, let's get get started right now. Sorry for being late. Um, had to. Had to do something with my left shoulder. I accidentally injured it. So, you know what I mean? But I'm but I'm here now. So, you know what I mean? Now, what we're going to do is... Hold on a sec. Okay. All right. A little mental check-in. As far as how I'm feeling... Mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, mentally, I am alright. Physically, I'm a little, I'm a little sore and injured. Um, with my left shoulder, but hopefully, um, I'm gonna get some rest before payday this Friday. So you know what I mean. So let me. So um, physically, yeah, physically, I just said that. Spiritually, I'm okay for the most part. So, um, 
By the way, you don't have to wait every year for Mental Health Awareness Month so you can so you can reach out to people. It's all about follow. It's all about following your um your instincts, um your mind, your soul, and your heart. All right. And like I always say, be sure you reach out to your loved ones, especially your your husbands, your wives, your girlfriends, boyfriends, friends, because you never know what they might be going through, especially with the whole thing with the with the uh, suicide rate is going up and stuff. So you want to try your best to be there for that, per for that individual. You know what I'm saying? Um, and from there, there is no good time to reach out to Samani. All right. You know what I mean? Um, it just, yeah, like I said, just go with your instincts, do the best you can. And from there, from there, that person might appreciate you for taking a risk on reaching out and stuff. So that's pretty much what this is. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, our first topic has to do with, hold on, let's get to this another segment right here. And that's that was your mental health check-in. Uh, let's get to the mental, let's get to this chatting on the jazz um, segment here. And this is pertaining to not just the trending topics, but the but the particular stories that don't get any recognition and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, first topic has to do with the amount of has to do with New York workers, right? Um, now for those of you who may may not know what's going on here, um yeah, four thousand people could end up losing their jobs and not showing proof of vaccination, which is which is getting out of hand right now, man. About 4,000 New York City municipal workers are facing termination um, Friday, this past Friday, actually, for not being vaccinated against COVID-19. Less than 1% 1, less than 1 of the city's work, workforce will lose their jobs if they don't show proof a vaccination potentially the country's largest workforce reduction linked to COVID vaccines. Um, the 4,000 employees include 3,000 workers who are on unpaid leave and 1,000 new workers who were hired after August the 2nd, 2021, who were told they had to be vaccinated as a condition of employment. There's more to the story. I want them to stay. I want them to be employees of the city, but they have to follow the rules that were made before my administration, Mayor Adams, Mayor Eric Adams said during a press conference Thursday. We have to be very clear. People have to be vaccinated if they are a New York City employee. Everyone understood that and we have to follow that. The mandate was first announced in October 2021 by then New York um, City former mayor Bill de Blasio um, for roughly 370,000 city employees, including 
police officers, firefighters, corrections, um, officers, and teachers to either be vaccinated by the end of the month or be placed on unpaid leave. When the mandate was first announced, about 84% had received at least one dose, according to City Hall, which rose to 95%. By January, several exemptions have also been granted. The unpaid workers must submit proof of their first dose by days and, and then have 45 days to receive a second dose. The new workers, on the other hand, submitted proof of an initial dose when they were hired and now must show they've completed their vaccine series. Adams says some workers who were facing termination have since submitted their proof of vaccination, so it's not clear how many employees will be fired. During the press conference, Adams stressed that any workers who have not yet been vaccinated world weren't being fired but are rather quitting on the city um we are not firing them people are quitting he said the the responsibility is clear we said it if you were hired if you get this job you have to be vaccinated if you are not following the rules you are making that decision you are making the decision that you are not going to follow the rules of getting vaccinated and that is a decision they are making hundreds of hundreds of workers protested the mandate earlier this week marching across the brooklyn bridge jeez additionally a religious rights group filed a lawsuit in brooklyn federal court Thursday on behalf of unvaccinated city workers claiming the mandate violates their religious and constitutional rights. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. The plaintiffs, um, which includes firefighters, a corrections officer, a sanitation worker, a social worker, and a police officer say the mandate is open openly discriminatory against people with personally have held religious beliefs or on orthodox religious beliefs. Look. Hey, hey listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I said this numerous of times. Regardless of what company you work for in Manhattan or whatever, look, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some challenges, and it's gonna be some. And it's gonna be very hard to actually win lawsuits. Okay, it's not the company that that's doing the, that's doing the mandates. The city, but you know what though? But you know what though? This airborne disease ain't going away anytime soon. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna just be, be on the bandwagon of all these protesters who who think that um that overturning a mandate is going to actually do any good. Because if you tr- because if you take off the mandate, right? 
What happens if one person ends up ends up with a dangerous disease and then next thing you know, next thing you know, terrorism happens. You know what I'm saying? With all the harm to all the people, especially in especially in, in, in New York. Like we can't have another terrorism again. We cannot. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah. That's just my thing, man. And to Yoshi's question, I ain't doing all right so far. You know what I'm saying? Um, just managing. So, listen. We're going to go to the next topic right here, man. I'm not going to stay on this shit for too long. Um, okay. Um, I ain't going to... We need to talk about the, the, the amounts of potholes... Yes. So recently, because of this, because of the uh, the nor'easter of the 16 to 18 inches of snow, the icy conditions of of the streets is causing potholes. So here's the story. So Governor Kathy Hochul has seen a pothole or two in her travels around the state and she's looking to invest one billion one billion dollars over the next five years to help curve their um proliferation proliferation in new york new york state county highway superintendents association president and Andy Avery discusses what the proposed commitment can mean for the condition of the roads in New York and talks about additional state funding for local streets and bridges. Hmm. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully it should be more to the story. Um, yeah, it's gotta be sick. so. Wait, wait a minute. New York's New York ranks the tenth for the worst pothole in New York. Wow. Let's take a look here. A new report by Quote Wizard shows that New York ranks among states with the worst potholes. New York ranks tenth in the United States. Quote Wizard used Google search data for pothole-related complaints and repairs for each state going back to 2004. Washington, Indiana, and Michigan were found to have the worst potholes. Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey are also among the, the top 12. The report also shows the cities with the worst potholes. Among the northeast cities, Burlington, Vermont ranks sixth, and Springfield, Massachusetts ranks eighth. According to the according to AAA, U.S. drivers spend nearly three billion dollars a year fixing damage caused by potholes. Potholes could damage your car by popping a tire damaging your wheel rims ruining the engine or exhaust pipe system um throwing off your um alignment 
ruining your car's shocks and struts. AAA says the average repair bill due to pothole damage is around $306. In 64% of cases, the repair bill is $250 or less. Only 6% of incidents result in the repair bill being over $1,000. According to the report, here are some ways you can protect your car from potholes. Make sure your tires are properly inflated to minimize pothole damage. Make sure your tread grooves are deep enough too. If not, you should buy new tires. If avoiding a pothole isn't possible, slow down, keep your foot off the off the brake, off the brake pedal, and try to straighten the steering wheel before impact. Wow. So these are some key suggestions right here. All right. Now, um, now on to our next topic. Um, the next one has to do with, of course, uh, the next one has to do with, hang on a second. All right, we'll talk, um, Roddy Rich for a sec. And what's up, Rick Ross? Um, all right. Um, so Roddy Rich has pulled out of his scheduled musical guest slot on the season premiere of Saturday Night Live this weekend and been pl- replaced by the Jack, um, the Jack Anton Awful band bleachers um according to an announcement from nbc a rep for the rapper confirmed that the change is due to covid exposure on his team the the announcement came just six days after the lineup for the show was announced rich is the third musical guest to pull out of a performance on the show due to covid related reasons all of which vary. In October of 2020, Morgan Wallen's scheduled appearance was canceled by the show after photos emerged. Um, wait, after photos, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, after photos emerged on, the, on social media of him breaking protocol just days before the show by socializing in Alabama without a mask at a crowded bar and a house party. He posted an apology um, soon later saying he respected the show's decision and noted that although he had not tested positive, my actions from this past weekend were pretty short-sighted and have obviously affected my long-time girls in, in my dreams, he said. The show rescheduled his appearance for several weeks later. For the final show of 2021, um, 
season in December. Um, Charlie XCX's um, scheduled performance was called off as the Omicron variant reached alarming levels in New York and SNL was forced to stage a dramatically scaled down version of the show they had prepared with a bare bones staff and just two cast members. That announcement was made just hours before the show was to begin. Um, Charlie, who was to perform with Caroline um, Palachek and Christine and the Queens, posted on social media. Hi, everyone. Due to the limited crew at tonight's taping of SNL, my musical performances will no longer be be able to go ahead. Um, Charlie um, XCX wrote on Instagram. I am devastated and heartbroken. Myself, Caroline, Christine, and all our crews and teams have worked so hard all week alongside the SNL team to bring the most amazing musical performance to life. Yeah, that's got to suck, man. Yep. That's got to suck, though, man. Um, Let's see. What really sucks is what Donald Glover and um had to deal with a, with a, a certain hater. Okay, this is crazy. So Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, um rarely posts anything on Twitter. So when he does speak, he really has something to say to people. After rap rapper also known as Childish Gambino, sent a tweet on Wednesday, January 12th, urging haters to tell him directly how they feel in 2022. In short, he wants all the smoke. Uh, please at me this year. If you if you talk shit on me, he wrote, leaving it as the only tweet on his account. Donald Glover is likely feeling confident about the next season of, of his Atlanta series, which has previously earned multiple Golden Globe wins. The third season is set to air on March 24th, having been delayed due to the COVID-19 slamdemic. Co-stars Lakeith Stainfield, Zazie Beats, and Brian Tyree Henry are set to return with a fourth season already picked up by FX. Under his Childish Gambino name, Donald Glover's last album, um, 3.15.20, was released in March 2020, peaking at number 13 on the Billboard 200 chart with features from the likes of 21 Savage and Ariana Grande. Although he announced it would be his last album. Glover later revealed he had another project in the works. Last music project was probably my best, he said, in November 2020, but the one coming will be my biggest by far. Listen to new ancient strings outside. There is a lot of magic coming. Y'all thought I was hot in 2018. In May last year, Donald Glover made headlines after claiming TV and movies were getting 
boring because of cancer culture. Um, saw people on here having a discussion about how tired they were of reviewing boring stuff, which is TV and film. He said on Twitter at the time, we're getting boring stuff and not even experimental mistakes because people are afraid of getting canceled. So they feel like they can only experiment with aesthetic also because um, some of them know they are not that good. <laughs> well, let's hope let's hope the third season doesn't doesn't really um get pushed back again. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> Speaking of hope. <laughs> we gotta talk about Rick Ross, man. There's two stories that we need to talk about here. So here's what's going on here, and this is according to Double XL um, Mag.com. Um, Rick Ross admits he didn't understand math in school and still hasn't learned multiplication to this day. Wait, what? In an interview, in a video interview with Afrotech, which was posted on the outlet's Instagram account on September 10th, 2021, but flew under the radar and is now going viral. The Miami boss admitted he wasn't good with multiplication and hid that he didn't know didn't know the answers. I was a comedian. I had a good sense of humor, he shared. I was the funny dude and all that. And I don't think just because I naturally wanted to be a jackass, but I didn't know the answers to the questions and all the stuff the teacher, the teachers was writing on the wall. And that might have been my way to cover cover that up because I never understood. I never understood my multiplication still to this day. Um, so when it came time to learn pre-algebra, Ross said he was lost and had to figure out another craft he was good at. So imagine when they began going into pre-algebra, A equals E, that shit was like a whole other language to me. I just wanted to walk out of the goddamn, um, what are you talking about? A equals E. What is this? He recalled. So I knew right then while I was sitting in the math class, I wanted to learn to be a great speaker. So that's what made me become a writer. And I think that's why I'm an author now. Um, yeah. Um, hold on. One second. Hold on. Yeah, hold on a minute here. The hell? Hold on a second, folks. 
All right. Um, okay. So, Ross is likely referencing his latest book, The Perfect Day to Boss Up, A Hustler's Guide to Building Your Empire, which was published last summer. No, excuse me, last September. In the book, Rosé offers um, money managing advice and other tips to help you become a boss in life and the workplace. Although the Maybach Music Group had Honcho may not know his multiplication, um, he certainly knows math. The rap veteran has amassed a, a huge fortune with his Wingstop franchises and other business ventures. Ross owns multiple homes as well. Mathematics aside, check out um, XXL's latest interview with Rick Ross as he shows off his vintage car collection at the Promised Land, a.k.a. his uh, Fayette, Georgia mansion below. Ooh. That's interesting. Um, That's very interesting. I mean, it's just... Well, look. I guess the reason why he didn't want to talk about it as much is because he didn't want to be pigeonholed. You know what I'm saying? Look. Look. Folks, not everybody is good at math, man. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. I'm no mathematical. I'm no mathematical genius, man. And 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 who says that you need a fucking who says that you need math like multiplication, pre-calculus, pre-algebra and all that other shit for uh, you know, a career that you're trying to do. Like for me, I don't need math because I'm podcasting. I'm making a career out of podcasting and creating content. I don't need I don't need pre-algebra for that shit. That shit is that shit is not for me. That shit is not for me, man. So <laughs> I just want to put it out there. Okay. Okay. In other Rick Ross news. Um, so, uh, Rick Ross explains how unpaced the rock gig led to Diddy giving him a $1 million deal. So, one of the unwritten rules in hip-hop is everyone has to start somewhere. That was the case for Rick Ross, who always takes time out of his day to speak about his remarkable journey to the top of hip-hop's elite. Over the weekend, the biggest boss took to his social media with a video of him explaining one of his earlier brand um, collaborations with Diddy's famous Surat Vodka. Um, According to Rosé, he initially promoted Surat for a while, no, excuse me, for a whole year without receiving a single dime, but that wasn't a bad thing as Diddy blessed him for sticking the course. I was once an unpaid brand ambassador for Ciroc for a year, Um, plus taking pics, et cetera, posts, et cetera, already a huge artist. Rick Ross wrote in the video following following year, Diddy gave me a $1 million check just for taking the initiative 
and going hard as I did when no one else was. Hmm. Ross continued to explain the secret to brand partnership is to establish yourself as someone with value. People need to show what they bring to the table in order to in order for collaborations to work. When you, when you go to a job and they give you an interview, they actually want to see what you are what are you coming to the table with. Ross said in the video, in quote, what are your gifts? What makes you unique? Or are you just a standard individual that can mop and sweep? Hmm. Ross, Rick Ross' mindset of proving your worth has led him to a lot of bags over the years. He has since become an influ influential brand ambassador for Luck um, Bel Air and even recruited Jay Leno to plug their new blue bottle last year. Wow. That's pretty awesome right there, man. Congrats. All right. Um, okay. Our next topic. Um, let me see. What else? Oh, let's talk 10-year challenge. I've been hearing so much about this shit for a while, man. So let's talk about this shit. Um, so let's see. Okay, trends and challenges have become so popular on social platforms nowadays. Once a trend gets over, a new one starts. The recent trend 2021 recap took completely over the internet. The trend was really captivating where people shared their 2021 flashback with the compilation of their photos and videos. Now, a new challenge takes over social media, which is known as the 10-year challenge. However, the, the trend is not new. It had also gone viral in 2029. No, yeah, 2029. Um, so what exactly is the challenge about? So the challenge is what is the 10 year challenge, you ask? The challenge is really simple. All you need to do is to create a collage of two photos. One photo of you that was taken 10 years ago, and the other one a recent photo for instance two photos of yourself captured in 2022 and 2022 yeah 2012 actually excuse me yeah 2020 wait 2012 and 2022 this is to compare how you look 10 years ago and how much have you changed during this period it's interesting to difference once your collage is ready post it on facebook instagram or twitter with the hashtag um 10 year challenge um a lot of people have already joined and now it's your time to take part in the challenge um how to do the challenge 
um so step one get your recent photo and an old photo of you 10 years ago step two make a collage of a collage of the two posts using any photo editing app step three share it on facebook instagram twitter and other social platforms you can use the hashtag um 10 year challenge <laughs> yeah this is great yeah i actually saw a friend of mine um do 10 year challenge and stuff i was like what the hell and i when i saw it on instagram i was like what in the hell i was like man because i don't even have any i don't even have any particular um any particular f- recent photos that i have or whatever some of them are old so i can't really and i haven't really been taking any selfies lately because i haven't really um I haven't gone out as much, so that's not really, I don't know, man. That, that right there, I haven't really gone out as much, so I can't really, I can't necessarily say that, that, I've, been, that I've been out there. So, you know what I mean? So, speaking of going out, okay, let's talk, let's talk about some performers actually um okay here we go hold on hold on a second all right um so the nation's oldest history um black athletic conference the central inter um inter Intercollegiate Athletic Association has announced its lineup for several um, CIAA tournament events. According to the HBCU Game Day website, Big Daddy Kane, Yo-Yo, Moni Love, Rakam, and Michelle A., have been added to the roster alongside previously announced performers on um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the legendary um, DJ Cool. Big Daddy Kane has been basking in the spotlight more recently as of late. In addition to putting and finishing touches on his forthcoming Netflix documentary, Paragraphs I Manifest, he participated in highly publicized versus battle against KRS One last October. The Juice Crew legend told Hip Hop DX at the time why the event was so important. Explained, "This is bigger than me and KRS." He said, "This is about the golden era of hip hop to show that." Artists like MC Light, Dougie Fresh, Public Enemy, Chub Rock, Yo Yo, Rockham, and Kwame are still putting in work and ripping stages. Big Daddy Kane will rip the stage name again next month when he arrives at the CIAA tournament. The annual affair promises a diverse um, demographic of alumni and fans including community engagement super saturday step shows concerts staple events such as fan fest 
Education Day and Career Expo will again be featured during tournament week, one of the country's uh, premier college basketball and cultural experiences. With COVID-19 um, cases um, surging, CIAA and its partners are committed to providing a safe and healthy environment throughout tournament week and plans to adhere to all state and local COVID-19 guidelines and protocols. The tournament takes place in Baltimore, Maryland from February 22nd to the 26th. Find more information here so you can actually check out the link right there. So hold on. Actually, actually, let's take a look here. Hold on a minute here. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, I think I'm going to go on to the next topic, and this has to do with, let's see, hold on a minute, NBA 2K League, okay, so let's see, um, Okay, this is W this is this is according to the NBA 2KW um website. Um details of the 2022 NBA 2K League draft. Um I don't usually talk about this on here, but um yeah. Um yeah, deet yeah, have been reviewed by the MTA 2K League today for its upcoming fifth anniversary season. The event will be held virtually on Saturday, February 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern and live streamed via NBA 2K League's Twitch and YouTube channels. The three-round draft will see Mavs gaming with the number one overall pick and include a pool of players made up from a variety of places, including unretained players from last season, um, previous tournaments, and more. The complete draft um, pool will be announced at a later date. Of course, um, the NBA 2K League announced today that the 2022 NBA 2K League draft will be held virtually on Saturday, February 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern and live streamed on the NBA 2K League's Twitch and YouTube channels um, ahead of the league's fifth anniversary season. Um. 
in celebration of its fifth season, the NBA um, 2K League is launching hashtag NBA 2KL5, a season-long campaign highlighting the, the, the top moments, performances, and players throughout the league's history. Since the league's inaugural season in 2018, we have grown domestically and internationally to 24 teams and witnessed incredible moments both on and off the virtual court with the with the hundreds of NBA 2K um, league players who have made the league what it is today, said NBA 2K league. Um, President Brandon Donahue. The NBA 2K League's fifth anniversary season is not only a tribute to those teams, players, and countless individuals who have been a part of the league's history, but also a celebration of the next five, next five years and beyond. We are thrilled to tip off this next chapter in our history with the two with the 2022 draft okay i'm gonna save the rest of this story actually because um for my sports podcast um i didn't mean to so i'm just gonna save the rest of the story so i'm not gonna read too much of this so um let's see we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into um Hold on a second. I'm trying to figure out if I miss anything. I hope I don't miss anything, actually. Hopefully I didn't. Um let's see. No, I didn't I don't think so. So we're gonna go into um Yeah, we're gonna go into um the whole thing with because um all right, we're gonna go into um. I think we're gonna go to another segment. Actually, man, hold on, hold on a minute here. Hold on a second. Yeah. So a pre a previous segment that I just added is called the. The movie man cave popcorn segment. All right. Now this is very, very, very um this is very interesting to me because um as to why. Um let's see. Um all right. In this segment right here, we're going to be talking Jackass Forever, right? Um, so, so Jackass Forever beats Spider-Man No Way Home at Worldwide Box Office. Uh, I've been saving this story for quite some time, actually. So, I'm going to actually, um, I'm going to. 
we're gonna actually talk about this though. Um, yeah. So Jackass Forever be Spider Man. Okay, for the first time in eight weeks, a film other than Sony Spider Man No Way Home has proved the top attraction in the worldwide chart for weekend cinema box office. In fact, no fewer than five titles beat the web. No fewer than five titles beat the web slinging adventure over the February fourth to sixth session, but only one is from a U.S. studio. Paramount's Jackass Forever topped the North America box office with an estimated um twenty three point five, and also grossed an estimated 5.2 million dollars in nine international territories combining for 28.7 million dollars that puts it one place above spider-man no way home in the latest worldwide weekend chart among the, the first nine international markets to receive Jackass Forever, UK, Ireland led the way with an estimated $2.8 million, opening in second place behind Sing 2 in, in Australia. The film topped the chart with an estimated $1.8 million. The Jackass films have always been more potent in North America than in foreign markets, with the latter only accounting for 19% of the first film, Jackass the Movie, um, 20, no, 2002, 14% of the second, of course, Jackass number two, 2006, and 32% of the third, Jackass 3D, 2010 global grosses have uh, fluctuated with the second being the weakest of the trio jackass forever needs to reach um 171.7 million dollars to reach the global total of the most recent in the series jackass 3d Major markets yet to open include the Netherlands on February 17th and Germany on March 10th. Chinese New Year releases dominate, dominate on global charts. Um, the weekend worldwide box office is totally dominated by films um, released for China's New Year holiday, which began last Tuesday. Um, which was February 1st. The battle at Lake Changjin II, the 1950 set Patriot War epic directed by um, um, Su Sui Hark Chen Cage um, and Dante Lam grossed $153.5 million from its first six days. Topping the chart, um, the the original the battle the battle of Lake um, Changjin grossed nine hundred three million in twenty twenty one, the second biggest hit 
at Cinemas Worldwide last year after Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, in second place with with takings of $111.5 million in six days in in Zing um Wenziang's comedy Too Cool to Kill, starring Wayne Zhang as an amateur actor who is invited to play a leading role in the film and ends up unwittingly um, involved a dangerous crime plot. The film is based on 2008 um, Japanese film The Magic Hour, written and directed by Koki Matani. From director um, Wen Wuye, um, comedy drama Nice Views is in third place with six day box office totaling $45.5 million. Um, and fourth is family animation Boonie Bears. Back to Earth with forty point zero million, including previews. Boonie Bears again, life in twenty twenty two as an animated TV series, and has now yielded eight feature films, beginning with twenty fourteen's Boonie Bears to the Rescue. Moonfall, Mrs. Orbit with mediocre nineteen point six million debut. The independent backed Roland um um Roland Emmerich sci-fi disaster film Moonfall got off to a slow start with an estimated um ten ten million dollars de- debut in North America for Lionsgate and and. million in 45 international territories for a variety of distributors. Those numbers combined for a global $19.4 million weekend session and $19.6 million cumulatively. Um, Moonfall was shot in Montreal in 2020 under the slam-demic conditions. Stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, and Game of Thrones' um, John Bradley as a trio trying to save humanity when a mysterious force sends the moon hurt, hurtling, hurtling towards Earth. Um, AGC Studios introduced Moonfall to cans buyers in 2019 and raised equity funding with emma rich's um centropolis and caa media finance production budget is reported around 140 million dollars agc has yet to provide individual territory numbers for international markets uk slash ireland keeps seeing two in tune um uk ireland was once again the hero market for universals sing two um delivering more than a 
third of the worldwide box office for the February 4th to the 6th weekend. The animated sequel um, grossed an estimated $18.2 million at the weekend, taking the worldwide total to $291.5 million, the biggest total for a U.S. studio animation in the pandemic era. Its national accounted for $14.0 million of the weekend number, with UK Ireland delivering an estimated 6.6, taking the total there to $17.0 million, just below the first scene at the same point of release. The February half term school holiday should bring plenty more to sing to this month. In cumulative totals, France leads the international pack for Sing 2 with $18.2 million ahead of UK, Ireland, Australia, $13.2 million. Russia slash CIS $12.8 million and Mexico $12.6 million. Denmark opened at the weekend with a strong $1.1 million, including extensive previews. Belfast boosted by Antipodes opening. Also for Universal Belfast expanded from there, no, from three to seven international markets, notably landing in Australia, um, debut of $646,000 and New Zealand, $242,000. International um, weekend total was an estimated $3.2 million led by UK Ireland with $2.0 million. International um, QMA is now $13.9 million after just two weeks of international release, well ahead of the $7.5 million earned since November 12th in November in North America and with many territories to come. Worldwide total is $21.4 million. Next to open is Germany, February 24th, with Mexico, Brazil, South Korea, and Japan all set for March. Spider-Man No Way Home pushes towards $1.8 billion. Although Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home was toppled from the top of the global box office chart at the weekend, tumbling all the way to sixth place, weekend box office was a solid $25.2 million, taking the total after eight weeks to $1.78 billion. Box office fell just 30% in international markets. UK and Ireland continued to 
lead the international league table for the film now with a heroic uh, $122.5 million ahead of Mexico, $75.1 million, South Korea, $62.6 million, and France, $62.0 million. No Way Home is the sixth biggest film of all time at the, at the global box office behind Avatar, Titanic, the final two Avengers films, and the seventh Star Wars, which have all grossed more than two, $2 billion. And Golden Boy delivers um Siberian hit. Siberian film Golden Boy, a sport and crime drama from debut feature director, um, um, yeah, I'm not gonna butcher this guy's name. So, director is proving a um local hit in the country, leading the box office for January. Since release of on January 13th, Golden Boy racked up 118,000 admissions to January 31st, and 129,000 including Bosnia and. Hers, hers, Herzegovina. Box office for January was um four hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars ahead of U.S. studio fare such as Spider-Man: No Way Home. Golden Boy is a coming-age story focusing on a young man and aspiring football player with a volatile um, temperament finding his way in tough circumstances all right all right um all right yeah uh, all right i'm gonna do this on the i'm gonna do this on a frequent basis so you know what i mean we'll see what happens though so i'm gonna actually um see Yeah. So, um, all right. Our next topic has to do with Snoop Dogg. He not only he not only owns Death Row Records, but he also is getting into the hot dog business. This is this is a black owned trendsetter shop. No, this is our black-owned um, shout-out trendsetters right here. Yes, Snoop Dogg is is our black-owned trendsetter, and for starters, um, according to this article by the New York Post, um. According to according to a recent legal filing, hip hop star and foodie um, Snoop Dogg is planning on hawk, hawking an eponist brand of Frankfurters um, Snoop Dogs. Is this considered cannibalism? 
Snoop Dogg is apparently planning to launch his own line of hot dogs called Snoop Dogs. The 50-year-old rapper's lawyers applied this past December at the United States Patent and Trademark Office for a federal trademark uh, registration on the term Snoop Dogs, saying he plans to use it to sell hot dogs, various types of sausage, and other products. According to Billboard, um, Snoop's attorneys filed the trademark request as an intent to use application, meaning the Drop It Like It's Hot Hitmaker has not yet launched the company, but has serious intent to do so and wants to secure the trademark rights ahead of time. This is the most recent in a long line of consumer adventures that Snoop Dogg has created in recent years. Perhaps inspired by his industrious lifestyle buddy, Martha Stewart. Um, in 2015, the self-proclaimed marijuana um, aficionado started a cannabis um, company called Leafs by Snoop released his own cookbook titled From Crook to Cook Platinum Recipes from the Boss King's, no, the Boss Dog's Kitchen in 2018. And in 2020, he launched his own liquor called um, Indago Gin, as well as Snoop Cali Red Wine with 19 crimes hmm but the decision to enter the the hot dog business might come as some surprise for snoop dogg fans after he made headlines in 2016 with an appearance on jimmy kimmel live during which the gin and juice rapper learned how hot dogs are made by the end of the segment snoop exclaimed this is a hot dog Oh, cuz I ain't never eaten that motherfucking motherfucking king hot dog. If that's how they make hot dogs, I don't want one. I'm good. But Snoop's um aversion to the um tubular food might win out in the end. His 2011 Snoop Scoops ice cream brand never saw the light of day. Oh damn. Damn, that's crazy, man. Um, all right, so we got one more, one more to talk about. Um, now, I didn't think, I didn't think for a second that he was gonna own Death Row Records, but you know, I've been hearing so much about it, so I was like, you know what? Let me just talk about this shit. You know what I mean? So. Over the past few years, Death Row Records has had some curious owners, to put it mildly. Now, the label is coming home, sort of. Snoop Dogg has agreed to, to a deal with MNRK Music Group, which is owned by private equity um, fund Blackstone, to, to the new owner of the label where he got his start. The terms of the deal weren't disclosed, but a person familiar with 
the situation tells Spin that it is expected to include the label's catalog. The only thing that's been officially confirmed so far is that Snoop is the owner of Death Row Records brand. The timing couldn't be better for Snoop. His new album, B-O-D-R, is out this Friday, and he's performing at the Super Bowl this Sunday with Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and more, and I just um, saw the um, Super Bowl 56 um, halftime performance, and like I say, it's pretty, it's pretty dope, though, man. You know what I'm saying? And he says, I am thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future value, Snoop said in a release. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. This is an extremely meaningful moment for me. I would like to personally thank the teams at Blackstone, MNRK, and especially, hold on a second, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, um, Yeah, um yeah, this is this is an extremely meaningful moment moment for me. I would like to thank the teams at Blackstorm MNRK and especially David Kestenbaum who work collaboratively um with me over several months to make this exciting homecoming a reality i'm looking forward to building the next chapter of death row records famously snoop first appeared on dr dre's the chronic in 1992 he go he go on to re- release 1993's doggy style and the godfather um in 1996 on death row He'd leave in 1998 to join Masterpiece No Limit label. However, Snoop remains one of the most recognizable faces from the label's peak era. Yes, congratulations to Snoop Dogg, not only being the uh, owner for Death Row Records and, of course, the, the getting into the hot dog business, man. All right, um, I think that's gonna do it for me, man. Listen, um, if you if you like what you heard in today's episode and previous episodes, whatsoever, please feel free to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is G Money Stacks five fifty five. That's dollar sign, capital G, lowercase M O N E Y. Capital S, lowercase T A C K C, no C K Z, five fifty five. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing what you can and what you, and whatever amount of money you are comfortable giving. 
So don't worry about having a lot of money. It's not, it's not about that. It's, it's about doing your best. All right. Now, speaking of doing your best, make sure you follow me on 17 Live, which is G Money, um, G Money Stacks, Queens, New York. And also, you can also follow the show. Also, follow the show off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, alongside with my other shows on the gram, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition Show, and of course, my review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary hand on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. All right. Um, all right. All right. What we're going to do here is this. Hold on. What we're going to do is this. Um, this is our stream choices on the go. And you guys know what that is. This is basically about, um, this is basically about um, where you can listen to the episodes on streaming platforms, whatsoever. Now, check this out. If, if, if you are on either page, like the, like my um, primary page, G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five in Queens, New York, or the show's page off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on the gram. Um, you're going to see a link that says Linktree. And when you click on the link that says Linktree, it's going to take you to a it's going to take you to a place where where you're going to see a whole bunch of um audio streaming platforms and of course you're going to see a whole um whole bunch of audio stream platforms and including youtube which i'm going to get into right now so here we go so so here so listen to this um of course make sure you download these apps onto your phones android tablets and stuff like that um so check this out we are on anchor audacity audible audio burst amazon music breaker Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Podo Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, and the newly added stream platform is Podverse. Um, Reason FM. Spotify. Don't forget to give a five star rating to um, Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify, and, and you know leave us a re- a review. You know, tell us what you think about the topics, what you think of the show, the episodes, the previous episodes. You just name it. All right, five star rating will be appreciated. All right, so. We are on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, 
and make sure you don't forget to listen to the episodes for Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. You go on the YouTube, grab the subscribe button, and make sure you tap on the noting noting bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics. Share the episodes. Be sure to tell a friend to another friend. Share the videos. Um, spread the word. Make sure you make sure you share. Um, make sure you download your favorite episodes, all right? Alongside with sharing the podcast, along with the audio streaming platforms, with the link that says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555 with your friends, all right? So there you go. All right. Now we're going to go to our last segment of the of, of the night. Our last segment of the night is we have podcast free game mechanisms. If you guys are interested in making a in making a podcast like I'm doing right now with three shows underneath my belt. Don't worry. I got your back. All you need to do, you need, you need some important equipment in order for you to start a podcast. So here we go. Now, first things first, you need headphones. You also need a microphone. Now it doesn't have to be anything too expensive. It could be it could be a Yeti microphone. It could be it could be an Alvoxcon microphone. Um, A eight hundred. Now, now in case you're wondering where I got this microphone from, I bought this from Target. Now you can find it in Target. You can find it in um. Let me see. You can find it in Best Buy. You can find it in um you can find microphones in um you know Walmart. And also you can find microphones online on Amazon as well. So there you go right there. Um so so listen. You also need a um, a computer or a laptop so you can do your live streams um, as well. Now, yes, and you need a supported software to do your live streams as well for YouTube, right? So this is where I segue into StreamYard. Now, StreamYard, for those of you who may not know, um, it is a software that um, that I use to add my YouTube channels on there, my three YouTube channels on there, which is G Money Stacks 555, um, um, 
excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, the Sports Edition Show, YouTube channel page, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, YouTube channel page as well. Um, of course, um, make sure you subscribe to those channels as well. Now, it gives you the creation tools to create banners, talking points, like where, like where people can find you, where people can follow the show. Of course, the social media handles is in the um, is in the talking points banner that's scrolling across your YouTube screen, um, underneath the name of the show. So you know what I mean. And uh, you also need. You also need um, what else do you need for? Oh, you could create your own brand. You could create your own brand, and alongside you can actually be able to set up an account for Streamyard. All you need to do is type in your email address or the show's email address on there. Once you type, once you type in those either either one, you will be able to see the the um the button that says get login code, right? When you tap on that, you're gonna go to your email address, um, where it's gonna send you six numbers for you to type in. You type in those numbers. You type in those six numbers in there, and then you'll be all set for you to set up your live stream schedule of the days of when you're going to actually do this. So, so basically, um, make sure that um, depending on what day you tend to do your live stream and if you want to invite um some some people as your guests on a podcast or whatever it is you can do that um you can also um you can also basically make sure that you that you send the links to people that you have Email addresses, phone numbers, Instagram handles, um, all that stuff. But when they um when they tap the link on there and then I see and then I see you that entered in the StreamYard studio, I will add you to the live stream. So that means you can actually chime in on the topics and stuff like that whatever you want to talk about and stuff like that you know what i'm you know what i'm saying um so yeah so yeah and of course like i said before um don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channels g money stacks 555 um excellent fun vibrant podcast um the sports edition show um, and my review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, YouTube channel page. Don't forget to subscribe there as well. So, um, anyway, anyway, man, this has been a great show. 
um today, man. And I appreciate every single one of you who actually took the chance to actually do this. And uh who actually took the time to actually listen. I appreciate every single one of you, especially those who listen outside of the states, um, especially Canada, the USA, um, especially um, Long Island, aka Strong Island, the five the five boroughs, including Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan. And Staten Island and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, um, that's going to do it for me, man. I'm G Money Stacks. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking with me. And, and yeah, make sure you have your hand sanitizer. Make sure you have your, um, you wash your hands with your water and soap. Make sure you actually have your bottled water. And, of course, you need um, Gatorade for electrolytes for energy and strength. And also, make sure you stay warm um, because you never know when um, when the weather is going to actually end up being a um, – it's going to end up being a bipolar chameleon by switching up and stuff. So make sure you keep yourself warm with some – Warm tea with some honey, um, lemon or lime. And, of course, if you have any chocolate, you, you're more than welcome to make some chocolate milk. And if you have any marshmallows, you can add that as well. So that's your installation of inspiration right there. So there you go right there, man. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into this episode 116. I will see you in the next episode. I'm going to be out of here, man. So thank you very much. Peace and one love and have yourselves a great night. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, 
You can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast. O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z-N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.